welcome to This is what we've been talking about We're still talking about it after all this time We're back We're back I know you guys I know all three of you missed us But uh, we're back Yeah guys Yeah guy How are you? <laughs> How's it going? Ladies out. There might be a couple ladies out there listening Right, guys in the group sense You know what I mean? Right, yeah that's not politically correct anymore, though. Right. Oh, it's not. <laughs> so uh, we were what? gone for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were we even doing? That was unintentional. Um, you know, Jay, You know, I'm James here and Alan. You know, we both we both had intentions of keeping this going weekly, but the holidays hit. And it was it was just a crazy time of year. I guess we probably didn't really. Th- I I guess we couldn't anticipate how busy the season was going to be, how busy we were going to be with our families. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, man? Well, we talked about it before we left. Was like, hey, it's super busy. Got family. Got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, and then. You know, it's it's one of those things where you got to take care of your family and your business and all that stuff. I love talking to you, obviously. Uh, you're my best friend. But um, when it comes to yeah. taking care of your house and your family, that comes first. And around that time, it's, it's most important, I think. Right. So, yeah. And I think, you know, we we hadn't like I said, we had intentions to keep doing this. But like when the day to do it would come up, like we just had family things or you know things scheduled for you know and and like you said you know the rank in our life is you know family's got to be first you know um over anything else you guys are important out there don't get me wrong super important (laughs) because that's what we've been talking about this whole time is like how do we lift up the male a gender in this society. And hopefully we've been helping with that through these podcasts for a couple of you, but, uh, you know, uh, that whole scene and what, what we've been talking about is what we lived. And so you got to take some time off and, and that's it. We, 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 uh, we have grand ideas about getting stuff done sometimes. And, and this happens all throughout your life, no matter what you're doing, you have to prioritize things. And that's what we did individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's a lesson in life, you know, prioritizing things and, you know, uh, on a man's podcast, like you said, just kind of looking at the whole thing globally is uh, family first, take care of your family and spend time with your family, pour into your family, you know, um, be present for your family. And I think we did all those things. And, you know, I think we each individually missed doing this weekly and hanging out and and talking and, and so forth. But at the same time, I think we felt the need to be with our family. And I think that was you know, really um, worthwhile time spent. It's, and, what, uh, it's what men do. It's what yeah. men do is is uh, take care of business at hand, no matter what that is. And you know, it being you as as much as like best friends that we are, I mean, we understand each other and what you have to do. If if you yeah. came to me and said, "Hey, man, I got to do this. I can't do it," 
it's like, okay, you know? Yeah. That's that, been the coolest thing is, you know, we've both kind of been, you know, like, Hey man, it's not going to work this day. Can we push it at this time? And we're always just like, yeah, there's never been a situation where either myself or Alan has been, well, geez, dude, like, are you not, you know, are you not into this or are you not, you know, committed or are we not, you know, hanging out, you know, friends, like what's, no, it's always been kind of man stuff first, which is take care of your family first and we'll make it happen, you know, after that. And it, and it just has, but you know, needless to say, we, we missed some weeks over the holidays and right. you know, it's unfortunate and, and maybe this next season of our podcast, we're going to, you know, find ways to prevent that from happening and, you know, be able to pour into our families and the podcast at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. And dur during this time when we <clears throat> had stuff coming up and, you know, we, we thought we could get this, this done as well. Uh, we both came to the agreement like, Hey, we got to put it off and all this stuff, which is fine. But in that whole uh, uh, scenario, we were able to, you know, for me, I, I felt a little bad about missing it, but when it comes down to it, that's what you have to do. But mm -hmm. part of the reason why I was feeling bad was, and part of being a man is, uh, keeping your appointments, right. Yeah. And, 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 and following through with what you're going to say you do. And so, yeah. Uh, I, there are circumstances that, that preclude that. But in this instance, that's something that came to mind. It was like, man, we, we said we were going to do this and we didn't do it. We should have maybe perhaps come mm -hmm. and just do it anyway. And, and I think we probably could have, like we could have forced it. We, I, at least I, I can't speak for you, Alan, but on my end, um, I, I could have made it happen once a week over the last month. I could have. Yeah. It would have been jamming into a hectic, busy schedule, right. but we could have made it happen. I do think that there's room for like a life lesson here in that um, we're back doing it. You know, how many times do you start something, commit to something, and just like happened to us here, we kind of fall off the wagon and, and, and stop doing it for a few months because of busy schedules, life, et cetera, et cetera, holidays, whatever you want to call it. And just be like, Hey man, let's just, let's just give up on this. Let's just skip out on this. You know, it'd be very easy to not do it again, yeah. but here we are. So yeah. maybe we could have, I, I totally get what you're saying. I think you're right. Maybe the right decision would have been to, to force it. Um, but we didn't choose that. And so part of being a man is sometimes maybe recognizing our shortcomings, admitting our, you know, failures, mistakes. We didn't make it through the last month. We didn't do it. But, may, but, but what's the real measure of the character of a man is what do you do in the midst of failure? What do you do with a setback? And I think here we are. What do yeah, we do? I think, we get back at it. Go ahead. I, I think one of the things is you have to uh, realize or admit that that happened, right? And yeah. own it, right? And go, okay, yeah, that happened. And, you know, you can justify or whatever, but 
you know, th- this is a podcast we're talking about, but it was a commitment also. It was a commitment to you. It was a commitment to me. It was yes. a commitment to what uh, the, the main goal, what we believe in, right? Yep, yep. Um, and, uh, but just saying, hey, you know what? What can we do next time if this happens? This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, everybody goes through it, no matter what you're doing. Right. You know, you don't want to go to this thing that you said you would and, uh, you know, you don't go. I mean, I, that's that's not what a man does. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we we're not trying to make a bigger deal out of what this podcast is than what it really is. But like we're saying, it's essentially a an example of, you know, situations that you go through in life and how as a man do you handle that? And, um, yeah, I think it, there's a lot to be learned from it and I'm just super glad to be back, man. And yeah, me too. Ha- hanging with you. And so just for the listeners out there, you know, we, it's not like, you know, Alan and I haven't hung out. We actually have in person hung out since yeah. the last podcast and we talk all the time, obviously, but, um, you know, it's good to be back in this forum, in this space talking about stuff, you know, and, and maybe some other people will give it a listen and hopefully we can grow this year. You know, it's 2023 folks. 2023. Come How on. did that happen? What is going on? I mean, in new year, we're still in January and you know, uh, it's a new year and, and things are tough for people. Things yeah. are terrible for people. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spin some sort of, you know, dishonest, you know, uh, I don't want to be dishonest about what's going on out there. I mean, people are struggling. In fact, if you say you're not, I think you're lying. Yeah, I I, I think there's a lot to that. Uh, I think some of that is you want to, I mean, because... When, when you are struggling, you feel like it's a, you're a failure, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to feel that. You don't want to be right. embarrassed for the people to say that, right? Of course. That's one but, thing that men struggle with, right, is vulnerability, yeah. right? We are terrible at that because it, we think as a, you know, I don't, you know, as a gender that it, it makes us weak to be vulnerable. Well, now more than ever, it's, it's difficult to... I mean, everything that you see, social media and everything else, there's a facade of perfectness, right? No oh, matter man. what. And, and so yes. there is, there's yes. even more pressure nowadays to be perfect and have everything lined up and look at, look how perfect my life is. Right. Yeah. Of in course. every aspect. And there's no, there's little room for somebody to go, I messed up. I don't have, you know, I, I did this or did that and I shouldn't have. And that facade is complete and total garbage. It you is know, garbage. So, social media, you put your highlight reel on social media. Of course. Have you ever put your worst day on social media? No, you put your vacations, you put your time hanging out with your buddies, you put, right. you know, your kid getting an award, you put, you put your freaking highlight reel. That's what that is. Dude, it's you, trash. Are you taking out your phone when you have a fight with your loved one and record yeah. the whole thing and then upload on Facebook? I ah, got in a fight yeah. today. I or, got in an argument. 
or, or whatever. Oh my God, such and such happened, and and now I've got to take out a loan because I was bad financially <laughs> with my decision. So here I got to do this, and I'm broke as a joke. No. <laughs> You're, yeah. you're putting your lavish vacations on Facebook. I mean, that would be awesome. I should start doing that. Just, just putting all of the horrible things that happen. You, you know, know what's like, funny though, Alan, is people. Some people have done that, and like your average American, yeah, appreciates that. They appreciate those posts that are like legit, vulnerable, real, realness. Realness is gone. Yeah. Being yeah. real. It's gone. It's like, I want you to think that I'm successful, talented, have all my ducks in a row, that I don't ever have a bad day, that I don't ever have a struggle. I got it going. But I feel like back in the day when I was a kid, right? Growing up yeah. in, in, in my in my school or circles, I carried yeah. myself. I tried to carry myself where other people might think that I had everything going on. Right. And it's just my inner circle or family or, or, you know, close friends that knew the truth. Like, Hey, I, I wasn't that cool. Obviously I wasn't cool, but well, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, there's always a facade happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think but part of that's human nature, right? It's definitely amplified now with Yes. Right. So that, so here we go. Here's a conversation, right? Is that part of human nature? I think the answer is probably yes. Yeah. At least in okay. some part. At some level, it's in there. I don't know right. if it's the I don't know if it's the dominating force, but it's a force in there, or at sure. least a belief system. And then so if we think that we have to portray that to other people, but then technology advances, social media comes in, and all of a sudden, all that we are and all that we believe and all that we represent and all that we show people is now for the entire world to see, not just my inner circle. Like it's one thing, Alan, for me to convince you that I got everything together. I got the right. nice house. I got the newest manly gadget. I, uh, you know, I, I, I got whatever, whatever, right? right? Like I'm manly. I buy a new gun. I got a new knife. I got like <laughs> the newest like smoker. Um, you know, right. like I'm a man. Which is cool and it's good. And those things bring us joy and happiness and they should. And I'm okay with all of that. But, you know, it's one thing to show you my best friend and try to fool you into thinking I got all of my stuff together. But then now it like you are you, you to me are basically like the world because of social media has connected to everybody. Right. Right. So now I'm trying to convince the world and you know, the, the the reality is like someone like you, man, my best friend, like, you know, that I don't have it all together. You know, some of my, you know, inadequacies, some of my failures, those kinds of things. Right. The world doesn't see that. But the difference there is, again, you and I spend like intimate time hanging out as men and sharing our failures, our successes, our strategies, trying to help each other with decision making and those kinds of things. So, so we share those things. Those things aren't being shared online. You know, again, it's only the highlight reel. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like, again, when I was growing up, because it's a long time ago and it's not, there's not social media and all that stuff. But so like, I think about uh, rock bands, rock stars and what you think their life is and all this stuff. Like you didn't yeah. have behind the scenes, you know, 24 yeah. seven footage and, and all yeah. that stuff. 
and 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 now like I yeah. think of Rush, okay, the band Rush, which okay. is like you know uh, iconic band from seventies into the eighties mm. and all the way up now, and and so they were like sort of mysterious man like what are they doing they're making all this music they're like rock gods you know they must yeah. do all this stuff and later on you find out after their show they went back and read in their hotel room they didn't go party <laughs> you know like all this stuff and it's yeah. like wow they're human just like the rest of us there's nothing special right but well, it's what yeah. you saw that made your mind extrapolate from that and go that's what they are all the time right and we dehumanize celebrities, whether it's, you know, and I, oh man, there are <laughs> so many different angles here. Like, yeah. first of all, what we call a celebrity today is a freaking joke, but let's just say we dehumanize celebrities and think that they're not human. We, you know, they still wake up in the morning with a headache. They still wake up in the morning and their backs hurt. They wake up in the morning yeah. questioning the decisions they made the day before. Right. They wake up with stress and anxiety about what's the next move. And we don't think about that. We just think about this billion or million dollar lifestyle and they got it made. That's and how a many, bunch of trash. It is. And how many of those, those so-called celebrities that have the so-called perfect life have killed themselves because killed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All because of them have divorced. They can't, they can't be in a stable relationship. Yeah. So they don't have the perfect life. Yeah. Everybody thinks they want money and fame, but the bottom line is you can, your, your life is what you make it right. Yeah. Your, your life is fulfilled by not money and fame. Although no. that could enhance it. Perhaps it could, uh, it could but, complicate it. But more likely, it's going to complicate it. Yeah, and, I think so, and, and make it worse. But going back to what I was saying, man, because like, what I, I want to clarify this a little bit better. So when I said everyone is struggling, I didn't mean like that's a very generic like thought and phrase and 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 comment, like you know, because there's people that are struggling emotionally, lots yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah. There's people that are struggling financially, lots of them. Yeah. There's people that are struggling physically. I mean, when I say everyone is struggling, I mean in some way, shape, or form. Maybe in multiple ways. Maybe you're struggling emotionally and financially. Maybe you're struggling financial, uh, financially and physically. I, I, it could be a combination. It could be one or the other. But we are in a really tough time right now. And the economy is trash. Nobody has extra money. Things are out of the world expensive. And, you know, wages are down. Um, nobody wants to work anymore. You know, all the things, Alan, that you and I believe in and, and that we kind of were passionate about as far as like laying the groundwork for starting this podcast and what we were going to talk about, what we believe in and what we stand for is missing in America. It's missing yeah. in the world, but it, we live in America, so we're talking about the U.S. It's right. gone. It's missing. It's absent. And because of all that, people are struggling. Yeah. Well, it's uh, we've talked about this again and again. It's uh, an indoctrination from media, social media, etc. Right. So, I mean, I, that. What you see over and over and over and over and over again is what you believe to be true, 
right? Right. It's very difficult to come outside and, and say, that's not true. That's not what's going on in the world, right? Right. Isn't that difficult to do when you see, uh, gosh, it, it, think of anything, right? All the perfectness in the world and this and that and the other thing. It's hard to come out of that and go, no, you know what? That's not right. And I know society, everything that I see on TV and media says that it's right, but I know that it's not right. Mm -hmm. So why is everybody saying it's right? Or at least I think that everybody is saying it's right because it's on the TV or Mm -hmm. on the social media. Mm -hmm. And that's like a teaching mechanism Yeah. uh, for, and we've talked about that before, but that that's part of the thing that's, that's corrupting, uh, you know, our, societal psyche, if you Mm -hmm. will. Yeah. It's so difficult to step out from that. Right. And when you're subliminally being fed the same thing over and over that, you know, at the core is a bunch of trash and not true. It's not truthful. It's actually lies. But when you know that all of that, that the absolute dishonesty is being fed subliminally to you, whether it's through social media, whether it's through the news and fear mongering, whether it's through just like TV commercials or all this other garbage, it's just literally being injected into you in some way, shape or form. A lot of people who don't have the wherewithal to recognize that they get influenced by it, even if it's not something that they originally believed in, you know, or that they, and they, if you were able to like pull them aside, like, and and have them really look at the things that were happening, they could recognize that that's not their core beliefs and that they are completely against that. But they've already been, they've already been, they've already sold themselves to it because just little by little, those subliminal messages just sank in and they lost the will to fight it. Dude, I'll give you the perfect example because it it happened to me me when I lived on Long Island. I told you this and you knew me when I first walked, uh, went up to, uh, upstate New York is I was much more Democrat or liberal thinking because I was fed all this crap from the media and those that were around me because I lived in a liberal area. Yeah. And you know, it does start to make you think that. Maybe this, you know what? All right. I'll concede this particular section uh, mm-hmm. or I'll concede this and concede yeah. that. And we talked about it up there Yeah, and you know, it, it wasn't like you were influencing me. You were no. slapping me back to reality. What I already believe in, in my core, right? Your core, like your core foundational principles, beliefs, character traits were not what you were like following. Um, and, and so we can all fall, fall victim to that. It's, it was it, very easy. Anybody can. And, and that's not, that's not a, you know, that's not something that you should be ashamed of. That's not something that, you know, you, you should be like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe that happened because we are all capable of falling victim to subliminal and, you know, uh, j- just this type of, well, it's a tactic really is what it is. It's a tactic on the left and the right doesn't do this. Listen, 
the right doesn't do this. The right puts out their beliefs and they want you to follow them and they want you to believe in freedom and want you to join that side. And then they just kind of leave it there. Whereas the left tries to fool you, lie to you, you know, hurt you, whatever it takes to get you to vote for them. And, and that's not how the right works. But it's funny you mentioned that. Like when you came up here, I can still remember to this day, you and I like are early in our relationship, hanging out, friendship, you know, and just getting to know each other. And I remember we were at like the YMCA working out, you know, yeah. we were like, let's lift weights together, hang out. We were both, you know, healthcare professionals working at the same ER, just hanging out. And I remember talking politics and, you yeah. know, I kind of, you know, explained my support for, for certain principles or certain, maybe even a candidate. I can't remember the exact, you know, conversations and, and you were kind of against that. And I was, I was kind of taken aback because, you know, even early in our friendship, I could tell that you, you had the, uh, like I said before, the characteristics, the char- the character, um, the, you know, the, the life principles, the, the, the moral values of someone that wouldn't believe what you believed. And I was taken aback, but it didn't take you long no. to kind of be away from that messaging, that subliminal messaging to kind of say, that's not who I am. Yes, that's right. I do remember that we were doing the lat pull downs or something Yeah, and we were talking about it and, um, and thinking back of it now, I, I was regurgitating when I heard. Yeah, I I did. Listen, and man, we've all crazy. fallen victim to that. And listen, I've even fallen victim to that on the right, and said, "Yeah, whoa, is this something I really believe? Like, I don't, I don't want to follow a party. I want to follow a belief system, and my right. belief system is freedom. It's a liberty system." Right. Where there's freedom, there's, there's not tons of government oversight and overreach and control and the power is of the people. And so there are times where that's not taken care of on the right. Yeah. And I've recognized that and said, Whoa, this is not, there's, there's people on the right that I can't stand as much as people on the left. There really are. Yeah, because it's not about, like you said, it's not about the party, no. although I line up more right than you, left. You have obviously. to pick one. You have to pick one to be able to vote like in primaries and things. Yeah. But, you know, that doesn't mean that you believe every single thing that they that they stand for or, exactly. or every behavior that every one of the party people, you know, you know, <laughs> elicits. No, <laughs> I don't. But. But that's a good example of like, I was immersed in a mm -hmm. liberal area and, you know, uh, the messaging got through. So think about that for a second, Alan, right? So it's super scary, but hold on. So you were like absolutely inundated with those, you know, theologies and those, you know, ideologies and it, it affected a guy like you. So think about the state of the country. Now who has control of the media? Who has control of the educational institutions? Right. Who has control of basically every platform that gets information out to people? 
It's yeah. not the right. No, it's not. It's the, it's left. the left. So if you were influenced by that, think of how many other people are being influenced by that, even if it's not really their core belief system. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, exactly. And, and it goes back to what we were already talking about is that when you are fed information, good, bad, uh, truth or not, you're going to believe that that is what is happening. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, um, you know, um, I, I don't know how to counter that if mm. we're going to help other men, mm. uh, you know, uh, how was I supposed to counter right. that? Like well, it's, it, it just, would be easy. It would be easy now. Cause I'm aware. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right now. So, yeah. It'll never happen to you again, but how do we prevent the guy that it hasn't happened to yet from it happening to them for the first time or our kids, you know, how do we right. uh, bring up kids to be critical thinkers? And uh, that's just it. Uh, but you know, that's not the, the way that the, our education system works. You must conform. Right. And I'm not just talking about, I'm just talking about get in line, listen to the teacher. You know, I, you have to conform to, to be educated in this country, which is good, but it's also not good. It does not la- allow for uh, children to think outside the box or have their own thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. that are outside of that. Like this is true. And mm-hmm. no matter what anybody says, you can't convince them otherwise because that's how they've been trained, if you will. Right. And I mean, we have to have certain boundaries, right? Like it's good to teach kids. Yeah. Like you have to get in line. You have to follow the leader. You have to do that. Yeah. You know, you can't run out in the, in the street with, you know, there's traffic coming and, and we have to have boundaries for safety reasons and so forth. But I think you brought up a great point. We are not teaching. So we need to teach boundaries and we need to teach certain sets of rules and structure, but we need to not teach like not thinking critically. And we need to teach people to say, question things. If you're like, Hmm, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't set right in my mind or my heart. Should I ask and, and should I challenge that or at least ask for more information on that? And we're not teaching that. But part of that's because the agenda is to say, you believe this, don't ask any questions. Right. And that's what's happening in public education for sure. Believe this, don't ask any questions. Believe that you can just say you're a different gender and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. You just need to follow that. And that's possible. Well, right. we all know, critical thinkers all know, I don't care where you are politically, we all know that you can't just say I'm a different gender and that absolutely changes your gender. Right. That's nonsense. Right. Yeah, that's that's saying two plus two equals five. Yes. Right? And it then doesn't. that's racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> which we talked about last season. So, I mean, I guess we're just saying here, like the reality is let's go back to what you said. How do we prepare men so that they don't fall victim to something that is very easy to fall victim to? So why, why, let me just say this thought about that because why isn't there, uh, when I was in college, I mean, it took me into college to have a class like this and it was PA school. It was a class called critical thinking, critical thinking in literature or something like that. Mm -hmm. And where we 
you know, read uh, scientific journals and mm-hmm. questioned it, questioned mm-hmm. every part of it, mm-hmm. right? It was mm-hmm. a critical, it was obviously it was, a higher level, but yeah. how do we get the, I never did that before, you know, really, it was an interesting concept. And, um, but I, I had no clue, right? It, yeah. it was like, I don't know. But if we can d- get this going in a certain grade in elementary school, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, a class on critical thinking. They don't you know? want it. But I know, but why? I'll tell you why. Because the left has control over education. And if you if they tell you what they think is the right thing and that you need to follow it, they don't want you critically thinking. But that's... Yeah, that that's how discoveries are made. That's how they don't the truth care. is found. Right? They don't want yeah, discoveries. Exactly. They don't want truth. They want their truth to be your truth, whether it's truthful or not. Uh, I thought they wanted science and the truth. But science isn't truthful, right? Think about it. Okay, I want to prove something. I've got a hypothesis. Okay, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build an experiment around this hypothesis. And in the end, you're going to find out, is the hypothesis legit or is it garbage, right? Well, if it doesn't fit my narrative, am I going to let everybody know that it's garbage? Or am I going to, if, if all of the people that are funding my research are supportive of the hypothesis that it is true, am I going to release the fact that it is not true and that it's a failure? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think, don't you have to release it or you just scrub it and nobody ever sees it? Yeah, or you kind of, you know, manipulate you the data. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can. Here, here is climate change 101, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so listen, conservatives can, I'm a conservative. Conservatives, aren't anti-environment. We don't feel like we should pollute the waters. We don't feel like we should like, you know, absolutely pollute the atmosphere, but we also don't think that it's changing at a rate. That's literally going to cause the destruction of our planet in five years. They called for that 20 years ago. They literally said, and you can look this up. It's true. You might not find it'd be tough to find because Google and all those you know, dirtbag agencies like basically try to limit your access to the information that's true. But the reality is they've all said that by this point in time, the earth was supposed to basically combust if we hadn't like done something different with climate change. And it didn't happen. We're all here. Our earth is intact. We're like, it's, 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 Dude, fine. it's, it's fear mongering again. Yeah. Again, fear mongering. Yeah, do I do I want to see a big smokestack with black smoke pouring out next door? No, no, I don't. I don't. But am I going to not build a campfire when I'm camping? Right. Or are you going to spend trillions of dollars to prevent maybe a little bit of smoke from causing some sort of atmospheric change, which hasn't been proven to be detrimental? I mean, that's the problem. Is most of the yeah. scientists, most of the scientists that are not backed by bureaucratic money don't believe that climate change is the problem that we're hearing about in the media. But the ones that we're hearing about in the media are the majority, but they're also backed by dollar bills. 
Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It all comes down to the money. It does. It does. And, and it definitely clouds all of the information, doesn't it? For critical thinkers, it's a nightmare. Yeah. We've gotten to an age where I found myself in this predicament, man. Maybe you have too, Alan. I don't know. But where I'm not sure what side I can trust. And the more scary thing is that's scary in and of itself. I don't know what to trust, but even more scary is I don't know how to find the information that will lead me to which side I can trust because I can't trust a where I'm getting the information from B if the information is legit, you know, or C is there any information out there that is reliable and trustworthy and truthful? Dude, I sent you a meme this week about, <laughs> remember that? I know. And it, and it said if Tony Gwynn went O for his last. Like 1,200. Right. 1,199, I think. Then, then he would still be a 300 career hitter. And I was like, is that possible? Man, listen for a second, folks. Alan what? literally, yeah. Alan literally, once he sent me this meme. That if Gwyn, Tony Gwynn, one of the greatest hitters of all time, 300 hitter, just every year. I think his first year he batted 289, and then every year after that, his rookie year, 289. Every year after that was over 300. Yeah. And I think he was like a, a career three, 330 something. Yeah, hitter. I want to say somewhere, somewhere in there. there. Yeah. Okay. So he sends me this text saying that if Gwyn went over 1,200, he'd still be a 300 hitter, right? That's basically right. what it said. Yeah. But his first comment to me after he sent this meme was, I'm not sure if it's true. I didn't fact check it. I didn't do like the actual math. Right. Because you can't believe what you read. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. And you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. And I should have fact checked it, did the math before I sent it to you. I-, I got a feeling that as great as he was, I think that was legit. I do. Although I, I sent it to one of my other buddies who's who's a baseball a huge baseball fan. Yeah. And he said something like, Dang, that's like three to four years of not getting a hit. Yeah. I don't know how many I at bats an average like starter gets in a year, but he was like, That's like three years of getting no hits. Yeah, because you figure 162 games, three at-bats a game. Yeah, right. So maybe it's like two to three years of no hits. Never getting a hit in two to three seasons. And playing every game. Every game. Striking out. And, and, still, and still hitting 300? I started to I, do I think the math. It's true. It, wouldn't be hard, it wouldn't be hard to do the math, though, if you think about it. How many at-bats did he have? Add the twelve, add twelve hundred bat at bats with no hits. Right, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, uh, because, I mean, because I wrote it down. Oh I'm my stupid. gosh! I started to do it, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick, guys. Well, while you're looking for that, we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that. Like here we are, just buddies talking about baseball, sending a meme, a text, you know, like check this out, and. You know, we think it's legit. We don't know for sure, but it's some crazy thing. And like humans are humans are capable of incredible things. And those incredible things 
that humans can accomplish grab our attention because we're drawn to excellence. We're drawn to things that are amazing and, 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 and things that we don't think are possible. And when people do things that are next to impossible, we're like I said, we're drawn to that. And so just reading that meme, I was like, wow. You know, and I knew Gwyn Gwyn probably is what do you think, man? Top he's five one, hitter of all time. He's one of the top. Yeah. I mean, Ted Williams. Ted Williams because he hit 400 and just was yeah. great. Pete yeah. Rose with the 4,000 hits. All the hits. Yep. But Gwyn's in the top five, I think, man. He's got to be. Right? right? He's got to be top five all time. So, and you think so, about, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. no. I, I just found the, the note. So, 9,288 at bats. Okay. 31 41 hits. Okay. So are you, so can you just add like So that's same, a two that's a wait a second. Okay, go add ahead. Add the 1200 at bats and keep the hits the same. And see what the average is. So subtract or add. Yeah, okay. So add 1199 at bats to his total at bats. So he so real quick, three thirty eight yeah. hitter right now. Okay, so that's his career three thirty eight. Yeah. Okay. 90, so what what are his total hits or at bats? You said nine thousand ninety two eighty eight ninety two eighty eight. Okay. So I so I add twenty add eleven ninety nine to that. Okay. Let's see. Ninety two eighty eight plus eleven ninety nine. Yep. Okay. And just total that. Write that down. Ten four eighty seven. 10, okay, and then divide that by his hits. 10, 4, 87. By his total hits, which was like whatever you said. 10, 4, 87. <laughs> 299. 299. So it's, it's, so it's so right. It's true. It's basically right. He'd be a 300 hitter. Wow. So he could go two and a half <laughs> seasons with no hits and be a 300 hitter. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow all right we fact checked it and it's fact true. Checked it with math math is something that you can't fake yeah yeah look at your calculator try faking it you know and someone's gonna say well 299 is not 300 but i think 299 and change i mean what was the change enough. i think it was rounded up to 300 i think yeah it's pretty it's pretty 299.51 so it's there done. you go it's rounded up to 300. So that's where they got it from. So that was actually a legit, a legit post. But wow. the simple fact that we see a meme about a baseball guy and we're not sure if it's true. Those are the days and ages we're living in. But we need to teach our kids to critically think. Yes. Listen, Alan, how many times have your kids come to you and said, right. such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. And yeah. you're like, that ain't true. Right. Yeah, well, what do you mean? I saw it on YouTube. Look yeah. it up. Or let's right. let's think about it. Let's look it up. Let's do our research and find out if that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's going to be how we teach critical thinking is it's got to be individual. It's got to be us men out there mm. and, and, and women, for that matter, yeah. teaching our kids. But this is a man's podcast. We're talking about men. We need to teach our kids in everyday life how to critical think. Yeah. 
especially now when they're talking about all this stuff on YouTube and whatever else they're watching or doing, and going, hey, this, this, that, and the other thing. And you got to say no. Yeah. Or you got to say, let's look it up or do the math <laughs> or do exactly what we did just did. I know that's I, this is a perfect lesson right here on yeah. how you critical think. James and I just did it for you. We took the numbers, ran them, and we determined the meme was true. Mm. That's it. That's how you mm-hmm. do it. But like going back to what I was saying, Alan, was there are instances where you can't find out and you're not sure you yeah. can trust the information that you find. Even like yeah. it was easy for us because we could just do the math. That yeah. one's easy. Yeah. Yeah. But like trying to find the information about like, did this really happen? Did that happen? Was this how, was this, is this how it did happen? Etc. Etc. Sometimes that's challenging. And then I think it boils down to, so let's say you can't find factual information while you're critically thinking. You've right. still exercised you've still exercised your mind to think critically. And when you get to the very end, it, then it boils down to, well, I don't know as though I can find the exact answer even with critical thinking and right. with processes that I've put in place. But at this point, I'm going to Part of critically thinking at the very end is if you can't prove a proof is just saying what's likely. Yeah. And I'm going to basically at this point lean on my own like value system to decide if I think that's legit or not. You see now that that is exactly how I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is exactly how yeah. we came through with the vaccine and what we think about it or what we – I think you think about it and I think about it. You know, we get the facts. We don't know if the facts are true. There's really no way to, for us to prove it individually in our house, right? right? So we have to critically think and go, is this likely or not likely and weigh those options? And, like, that is a tough one, like that kind of scientific stuff. Mm. Uh, global warming you, you mentioned earlier mm. is not something that I can prove or disprove, right? Mm-hmm. In myself, I can look right. for all the information is, you know, but the, studies, down the to data, it, right. Is it likely, is it not likely at the very end of all that? Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and so I think that's, those are the more difficult cases, but the more important ones too. And they're difficult. Why are they difficult? They're difficult because, there's bureaucratic money involved in the data. So you can say you and I can't prove if the vaccines are safe or effective. You and I can't prove if there's global warming or not. But you could say, well, let's just go to the research and the data. The problem is the research and data are funded or influenced by bureaucratic dollars. Yeah, they're tainted. You can't. They're tainted. They're not legit. And so... That's, I guess, what I was kind of getting at, which is if you can't find the information at the very end, if you find out that things are funded by money, then you just have to make a value system judgment for you and your family based on the information that you have and the simple fact that you realize that it is tainted. 
And I got to be honest with you, if it's tainted with money, the answer is probably the side that's not tainted with money. Well, that's true. That makes it (laughs) that, uh, you know, if you can figure that part out, uh, then, you know, the, the, the trouble with, with our system right now, especially with science and all that is that it's not true anymore. It's been, it's been corrupted by money and politics and power yeah. or whatever. And, and that's a damn shame, man. Look at all it the is. great advances that have happened because of science, yep. individual and independent from anything. Yeah. And it's all kind of ruined now. You it's, know? it's ruined. And when you start to get people to question whether the word truth and what is actually truth, whether it's truth or not, when you can get people to doubt that things that have always been true are not all are not true anymore, then you've, you've eroded truth. And if you erode truth, then what's truth? Nothing's true. And if nothing's true, then what I tell you is true becomes true. Conspiracy theories have already always been around with JFK, 9-11, yeah. the moon landing. And that's all like sort of entertainment. It's almost like a fantasy. Oh, that'd be crazy if that wasn't true, you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it'd be crazy if the earth was actually flat. But like, do I really care? I don't care, uh, you know, but it's right. for me, it's just entertainment. But right. in, the, in the world, there's people that that take that and run with it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. uh, so there's now everything's just kind of up in the air mm. because of that. So kind of winding today down a little bit. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's chat about a couple things. Like one, it, dude, yeah. it's, it's awesome to be back chatting with you and yeah, just talking about philosophical things and things that we're all dealing with and like things, you know, forces that are out there that we have to sort through and try to lead our families and dealing with. And it's not easy guys no. Listen, you know, Alan and I, we think we have the answers and we're pretty confident in, in, in our answers and in what we think and how we feel. But this is not easy. And it's probably the most difficult time in our lives, in our country's, you know, existence to, to know what's true and to, to, to try to make good decisions and lead lead our families. So we're here for you. You may not agree with everything we say, and that's OK. We don't want you to. You know, we want you to be critical thinkers and think about like in, in, and ask questions and, and, and fact check and and try to come to some sort of better understanding of, of, of your belief system. But it's a really tough time, guys. And so here we are. We're trying to lead our families in, in those kinds of things. And I think I don't know, Alan, what your thoughts are on season two of this is what we've been talking about, hmm. but it's a man's podcast. Right. And it's a podcast where we just kind of wear our emotions on our sleeve. We wear right. our thoughts and our values on our sleeve, but we want to encourage men to, to be able to fail and, and pull your bootstraps up and, and keep fighting. And we want to help people. We want to help men. We want to, we want to fight against, you know, the, the media and the, the factions in our society that say, uh, men and testosterone and those kinds of things are, you know, bad for our society. You know, 
what's what's the term they use now? The um, toxic uh, toxic masculinity. masculinity. We're fighting against that. We need. You know what we. So, so they're fighting against masculinity. We need more masculinity. Yeah. Men are, are literally hiding and they're wearing skinny jeans and they're, you know, wearing man <laughs> buns and they're becoming dude, a bunch of pussies. But dude, like, and you're right. I'm a hundred percent agree with that because in life, in, in the universe, balance is what uh, is what the universe needs. It's successful right? for the universe. Yes. yes. Too much of one or too much of a, a, anything is not a good thing. And your diet right. and your life, whatever. Right. right? So uh, you're right. We need more masculinity in masculinity because for whatever reason, it was been, it's been under attack for the last several years. But I wanted to say this real quick, real yeah, quick, say it. is that this season, I'd like to bring more, like you said, vulnerability, I'm yeah. going to bring into the table um, mistakes or things that we are struggling with or have struggled yep. with, I like and it. try and try to present some some uh, some solutions or maybe a solution that you found or you yeah. know it's not all the right answer, but no. it's, it's all possibilities. We all have sure. to contribute to this, right? Yeah. So, and I think that will help. The men and and our yeah. and, and and struggle, yeah. Because it's one thing to get on here and complain about society and complain about you know how the feminists have attacked have have attacked masculinity and all those kinds. Of, we we can complain and we can say all those things, but are we offering solutions? Are we offering what? what we really think things should be and how they should go. And, and, and why is that, you know, and support that, uh, you know what, man, you know, what's great about today's podcast is we talked what's a lot that? about critical thinking. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's the theme for season two is critical yeah. thinking. Let's critically think together as men. How can we a recognize the problems in society? So we'll talk about those problems how can we fix those problems? How right. can we react to those? And how can we lead our families through those things? You when know, I was right? going, so when I was going through things in my life, buddy, I, I, I was left to my own devices. I didn't have resources or I didn't know where the resources were, including right. my friends, which were you yeah. and, and other things. So I think Talking about those things is super important, even if we don't yeah. have the the absolute right answers. Talking yeah. about them uh, and just like you said, running through it is going to be uh, um, such an advantage to people. I try mm -hmm. to teach that to my kids too. I'm sure mm -hmm. you do too. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you know, this was my mistake. You know, you got to do this, and even right. if they don't do it. They're going to remember it 20 years from now. They will. Cause they'll remember, they'll remember making the wrong decision and they'll remember what the right decision was that you gave them. <laughs> they will. And here's the other thing, you know, is sometimes just like if we're more vulnerable and talking about some of those things, it's just, it's just throwing other ideas out there and letting yeah. men know, you know, Man, there's so many things to talk about, but men think that like to be a tough, good, strong, masculine man, you have to be this big six foot three, 250 pound guy that can bench press 400 pounds and it has no right, emotion, but, has no but emotion, enough, but enough about me.
right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just for your information, that's not Alan. And that's not James. Okay. That's neither of us. We're not 6'4, we're not 350, and we're not benching 400. And we're still masculine men that believe in respect and believe in honor and believe in hard work and believe in family values and things that real men are about. So I think part of that, maybe our theme is critical thinking. It's helping other men. It's being vulnerable and talking about the things us men struggle with and being okay with that and and not feeling like we're less, less masculine because of that. I got to be honest with you, man. Like I, I just real quick. Yeah. When I was when I was uh, thinking about like, hey, I, I you know need help with this particular thing in my head, and I and and it there were so many places and and things that I heard like, all you have to do is reach reach out to this number and like <laughs> they'll help you. Like, what is that? That it's is garbage. the la- that is the lamest excuse. It's garbage. Ever, you know we what gotta, you need to do? We got to come with real solutions, man. Real solutions, and I'm going to give you one right now. Go ahead. And, Go ahead. And, and and then we're gonna take this and run with it this season. But yeah, one solution right now is get somebody in your inner circle that you trust. Okay. Yeah. That you think can be unbiased and give you um give you solid advice in your life. So you need to have a an, another man. Because this is a man's podcast. We're talking about men right. issues right now. There, you need other people in your circle for other issues, but this is men's issues, right? You need right. a man in your circle that you can trust, that you could be vulnerable with and say, listen, this is what I'm dealing with. Even if it's something that makes you look less than manly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we've all been there. And say, listen, man, I, I got to talk to you heart to heart. This is what I'm dealing with. I know it's not manly. Let's talk about it. Can you help me with this? Yeah. And you know what? If that person in your inner circle loves you, has brotherly love for you, that they're going to give you the right advice, and they're going to. And you know they're, what? They're going to support you. You'd be super, super, so surprised to learn that when you open up like that to another guy who is, you know, your friend, but you never really open up that way. You'd be surprised what kind of men are actually out there. Oh my gosh. Yep. And then that opens the door for that person yes. to share their side of their struggles with exactly. you. And then you're helping them. Exactly. Even in situations that you didn't think were possible. And they know that they have that avenue and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, anyways, oh, man, yeah. let's season two, man. Like I like, I'm you stoked. Know, for it, I man. think I'm the theme pumped. is, is critical thinking. It's vulnerability. It's coming up with solutions for men. I love it, man. So let, let's try to keep this going because this is important stuff and people need to hear about it. Men Definitely. need to hear about it. And yeah. we will bring it to you. And yeah. I want to hear all of your stuff. This is what we have been talking at gmail.com. Bring it to us. Give us, yeah. uh, show us your vulnerability. Give us yeah. some of your solutions. We're in this and, together. Uh, we, we need your advice, yeah. you know, because, you, do. J- you know, uh, James here and, and Alan, we're in each other's inner circles, and but we would right. love to hear from other people because, you know, we each don't have it all figured out. So. All right. Till next week. Yeah, man. All right. Great talking to you. So Great good to, to be, be back. back in the saddle, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it.
of right, leather man. between my thighs. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next right. week, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.